0: All right, all right, all right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the hottest podcast across the land. The hottest podcast across the globe and definitely the hottest podcast on Anchor.fm, CastBox.fm, Podbean, Breaker, Apple, Google, Amazon, and of course our sponsor, Spotify. You already know what time it is, and if you don't know, you better ask somebody, and if you don't know, you better tune in, and if you don't know, you better Google us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is, this is Mixture of Riley. I go by the name of Patient Zero. Give it up one time, give it up one time. All right. All right, yes indeed, studio audience. What's going on? What's happening? What's cracking? What's popping? What's going down? What's going down? What's the Wednesday night vibes like? Let me know, let me know, let me know. Let me know, let me know, let me know. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here for the next half hour and we got some stuff to talk about. Let me tell you. Oh my. What a week it's been. Now, before we get into that, Let me just break down our show, especially for the people that don't know and the people that are listening for the first time. That's why we always have to do the intro every single time because there's new people. Every single time, ladies and gentlemen, this is a mixture of variety, a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics, which equals mixture of variety. See how that works? Come get lost in the mix. We put the odd in pod. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we truly do. We can talk about anything from mental health and addictions, having sex with gay midget aliens, and everything in between, ladies and gentlemen, everything in between. Some of that, some of the key topics, the key points, the key subjects that we talk about, subject matter, if you will, that we talk about is mental health, mental illness, addiction, sobriety, recovery, and experiences at a halfway house or rehab. Mindfulness, let's just stop for a second and take a mindfulness breath. When you hear the mindfulness bell that I have right here, let's all just stop, remember where our feet are currently planted and remember that this moment is all we have. Let's take a slow, deep breath at the sound of the bell. Ready? All right, doesn't that feel amazing? Ladies and gentlemen, we all need that sometimes. We all surely need that throughout the day. You can do it as many times as you want. We also talk about sex and relationships, and we talk about hip-hop, and we talk about current events and news, conspiracy theories. Actually, this Friday, we have an amazing conspiracy theory podcast for you guys. I actually listed out a... Huge list. A huge list. I wrote out a bunch of them, and we're going to discuss conspiracy theories because we do talk about it on the show, but we do talk about them pretty sporadically, and we do talk about certain ones if we are going to discuss them, so this way I just formed a pretty long list, and we're going to go through them on Friday, so make sure you don't miss that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be on our YouTube show, which I'm going to get to in a second. Our new audio shows are every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, all right? So make sure you remind yourself that Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday are our new episodes. And new episodes are brought to you by Spotify. New episodes are uploaded about 10 p.m. on those nights, okay? So 10 p.m. Eastern, it's uploaded, and then we go live on castbox.fm for most of those days as well sunday is sunday spirituality we talk about nothing but spirituality and it's a beautiful way to start the week it's beautiful it's a beautiful way to recover relax and rejuvenate and get ready for the new week monday we do manic monday we talk about a variety of different topics and most of the time because it's manic energy it's manic monday we talk about different topics like you know rapid fire type of way so rapid fire topics and we just you know we just come one after another as he said okay so wednesday it depends it varies on the day depends if nikki p can join us or not and we have our sex show usually those days too i know it's been a minute i know a lot of people are asking for it but we are going to come back with a sex show with a vengeance i promise you very very soon also after that, all the, the entire week is built up for this wonderful, amazing show that we have for you on Friday nights. Because every Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, it is our YouTube show. It time, it time. It's our YouTube podcast. It is a variety show like all the rest of the week, but it is a variety show and you get to see our faces. Instead of just hearing our voices, that's what makes it different than the audio podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely very different. We've been having some amazing, incredible guests on the show as well. This coming week, we are not going to have a special guest, but that doesn't mean that we can next week. And then the week after that, ladies and gentlemen, you know we have a very special guest on the 15th. And I'll tell you about that later this month or later next month since it's not April yet. Big shout out to my stepbrother, by the way. Uh, it's his birthday today. And big shout out to him. And yeah, March is almost out of close. It's, it's crazy. You know, we're already coming into we're creeping up on April. And I don't know, things are going pretty fast. Things are going pretty fast, ladies and gentlemen. And there's a lot going on in the world that's making it that way, I feel um because if it was just boring and slow and there was nothing going on i feel like time would be going boring and slow as well you know um life imitates art art imitates life etc etc so with that being said the disclaimer is if you are hypersensitive or get butt hurt easy this podcast is definitely not for you sick and twisted dark humor vulgar uncensored language and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things and fun You'll hear on mixture of variety, which means listener discretion is definitely advised. Big shouts to Granny, the co-host of the show, as well as Nikki P. She is another co-host. Granny is in the audience somewhere, probably sleeping and high, and she has her three-foot dildo with her. Of course, she always she does not miss the show without it. Um, she does all the drugs in the, in the world in the park a lot, and then comes back on you know to do the show and we love her to death and she has alzheimer's and dementia and she's in her own little vip section and she has gang tats from head to toe she smuggles drugs into the nursing home she gets arrested all the time she is truly a hot mess she is truly a, a league of their own a league of her own i should say and she's just unhinged she's just unhinged but we love her to death and that is granny um a lot of people were asking about turtle kid too turtle kid is still doing his own thing, but also still affiliated with the show. So there's no worries there. All right? I don't want you guys to worry. So with that being said, what has been going on this week? Well, I mean, we already discussed what was going on as far as the Grammys and stuff like that. Um, I feel like with Will Smith um, open-handed smack towards Chris Rock. I feel like that already got enough attention, and I feel like let's just move on. Um, they were actually, it was it was kind of crazy to me, but at the same time, I can see it because I didn't realize how much of a backlash that I was going to have in like society and in the whole world. Basically, it just made news. Two seconds after that, it was on all social media, and that's all people were talking about. But I thought it was going to fade out pretty quickly, but it's still going strong. And as far as, like, apologizing, who's going to apologize? And then Jada, Jada Pinkett was talking her nonsense. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. She sounded like a robot. She sounded like she was reading off a script, um, like she was reading for a part. It was very strange. I don't know if you guys saw that. But nobody cares about G.I. Jane anyway. But, you know, then the fact that um, Will Smith was was crying when she, he was accepting his award. And then he apologized to the Academy and everybody watching, but he did not – Um apologize to Chris and then later on the next day I guess or so I think it was Monday that his uh, publicist or whatever you know make sure that he apologized to Chris in a written statement and that's really all I thought it was going to be but it was not going to be that because that took the that was an extreme distraction of, of like what was going on in the world as far as all this money being printed, as far as all these bills being passed, as far as the war, as far as all the money that we're sending over to Ukraine, trillions, trillions in dollars that we're just, you know, printing this money out. And inflation is just going to grow even crazier and even higher. And people kind of got a distraction from that for a little bit, you know. Um, so I'm trying to think, was it scripted or was it not scripted? I really don't know. At first, I said no. At first, I thought it was just the heat of the moment, and he just did that um, just because he thought he was Will Smith, and he thought he can get away with it, or he thought that he can do it. I don't know. I really don't know. They're both actors. It could have definitely been staged. It definitely could have been something could have happened like that for reasons who caused this distraction. Like They wanted this distraction to happen, and it wasn't just something that it was a bad joke. Or a personal joke that caused this for Will Smith to actually get out of a chair. The crazy thing is that Will Smith actually laughed at first. He actually laughed at the joke. He thought it was funny. And then Jada, you know, kind of rolled her eyes and acted like she was really upset by it. And then there was the aftereffect of that is when Will went up and, and smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. But I don't know. It was, it was kind of weird. Watching the slow-mo and watching replays and replays. It was like... You know, Chris kind of put his head out a little bit, or he like he like grimaced his face before the slap even came. It was like getting ready for it, or maybe not, or maybe not. Maybe it was just completely completely caught off guard, and he was just a host of the Oscar, Oscar, Oscars, the most you know classy um, award show that there there is out there, right? I mean it's just the elite giving themselves awards like nobody watches hollywood anymore no one watches really the movies anymore so they just give these you know the directors give each other awards and give actors awards and whatever it's just this whole little shindig for like the elite and nobody nobody watches it anymore it was like the second lowest rating um oscars you know and that's not a surprise at all that part of it is not a surprise at all but i honestly was like one of the millions of people that until i heard of it Right after it happened on social media, I heard probably like maybe an hour or two later on social media what happened. I didn't even know it was the Oscars. I didn't even know it was the Oscars that night. So that just goes to show where the general population is as far as watching the Oscars or caring about the Oscars. So I first thought it was pretty funny, but then I felt bad for Chris Rock. You know, he shouldn't have been taking that. Um, I mean, he was getting paid good for a, for whatever it was. For I don't even think he was a host, actually. Right? I think he was just nominating or reading, reading the nominees and reading the the winner participant, whatever it was. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But what I do know is that. Um, shouldn't happen. He handled it like a man because he didn't do anything right then and there because he was respectful and he was professional and et cetera, et cetera. Um, then a lot of people were thinking would Will Smith even walk up there if it was someone like, you know, The Rock or Jay-Z or if it was somebody like that was bigger than him in, in physique, like physical physique or more even well-known than Chris Rock was, or et cetera, et cetera. Who knows? That's neither here nor there. My main thing thing is this. (laughs) I made a meme about it right away because that's just what I do. I make memes. I think memes are hilarious, and I enjoy making them. I enjoy seeing other memes and laughing at them, and reposting them, and doing whatever, but if I get a chance to, if any chance that I get an opportunity to make my own original meme, then I'll make one, and I'll share it as fast as possible, and hope that other people share it, and hope that it goes viral, right, that's why people make memes, right, to make people laugh, to get a point across, politically, or otherwise, mainly to make people laugh, and have that shit spread like wildfire. Well, the thing is, is, like, that's the only comedy that we have these days now. That's really the only comedy that we have are these memes, which are actually... A, they used to be called, like, politically uh, political cartoons and stuff like that. They're as close as a meme as you can get as a political cartoon. They used to call them political cartoon. They still have them, technically, like, in The New Yorker and The New York Times and stuff like that. They'll have a section where they have a little political cartoon. But this is like that times, you know, that that squared, that times 10. And a lot of them are a much more of a low blow. A lot of them are funny. A lot of them take it to the extreme, take it to the next level. A lot of them step over that line. And that's why I like the memes because you can't step over that line. But the reason why I say that's all the comedy that we have these days is because nobody is really telling jokes like they used to tell jokes right i mean you figure there's so many comedians now there's so many comedians these days in the last five ten years definitely five years who are scared to tell certain jokes that are like a low blow or certain jokes that will offend people because they don't want to get canceled by cancel culture now, we've had podcasts about cancel culture and how fucked up it is, and I don't understand how the society got to where it is, but the fact that you can be a comedian of 20 years, a famous comedian, a amateur comedian, and you can just say something, I mean, at least 50% of jokes are supposed to be low blows, they're supposed to be, you know, you know what I'm saying? They're supposed to be personal, they're supposed to be offensive, you know, that's half of the joke right there. And that's just how it is. And if the and the other half is making fun of themselves in some way. And that's like what a comedic bid is was. These days it's not like that. These days they, you know, comedians really have to watch what they what they write. They really have to write. I mean, they really have to watch what they say, and they really have to watch what they write. Because an amateur or a professional of 20 years can go up there. And say something that thinks it's going to stick and thinks the whole audience is going to be hysteric, you know, hysterical. And then they find out that they misgendered somebody or they made a gender joke or they made a, some some type of gender identification joke or something like that. And the woke mob came after them. And once the woke mob comes after you, that's pretty much it. I mean, look, they tried to do it with Dave Chappelle and Dave Chappelle said, fuck off. You're not canceling me. Try to cancel me. Try to cancel me. I dare you. Kid Rock just said the other day, try to cancel me. I dare you. You can't. I'm not not affiliated with any label or any organization or anything. I'm just my own entity. And he's not a comedian, but I'm just saying, like, the people that can say that, the people that can say, fuck you, try. I dare you. I dare you. Try to cancel me. Come on, cancel culture. What you got? You know, but a lot of people can't say that. A lot of people can't say that, and even with a written apology, and then another written apology, and then a apology tour, and just saying sorry all over the place, and it's just like, god damn, like these poor comedians. They used to be able to say whatever they want. Remember Comic View? I mean, there was worse. There was worse comedians even back then. But I'm trying to think of other. Um, Comic View was the main one that I used to watch. I used to watch that all the time. But there was other... You know, like Bad Boys, of comedy. Um, What's that other main one? I can't remember. Def Jam. Def Jam comedy. I mean, there used to be some comedians that would say some of the most wildest shit in the world and the audience would just lose their mind. And if some of the audience was offended, oh, well, that's part of the act. If they were making fun of transgender people, if they were making fun of Jewish people, if they were making fun of fat people, if they were making fun of gay people, if they were making fun of who the fuck ever. It wasn't like the whole bid was just directed to that one specific target audience. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the uh, comedians up there for a half hour, 45 minutes to an hour, just saying, you know, fuck Jews. Jews are the worst. Jews are cheap kikes and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, gay people are the worst and, you know, gay people do this and that and gay people with their, (laughs) you know, whatever the fuck they want to say. Right. There's so much that they can say and there's so much that was said, but it wasn't just directed to one group of people. But now that's all it takes. Now that's all it takes is something that simple. And you get canceled. So to bring it all back, my point being is that Chris Rock is a legend comic. Okay, a legendary comic. He's been doing it for what? 30 years? He's been a comedian and he's been an actor on top of that too. Will Smith's probably been an actor longer than him. Well, maybe not because he played pookie in uh in that one movie so maybe around the same time but either way regardless my point is he's been he's a legendary comedian and he's been doing this forever and he says something that honestly was not even that bad especially because supposedly he did not know he did not have knowledge about Jada Pinkett Smith having alopecia. Okay. That the hair disease where it falls out and, you know, most of the time they become bald. She didn't, uh, he didn't know that apparently, allegedly. He didn't know that. If he didn't know that, still I feel like he should get away with it because still I feel like it wasn't the worst thing in the world. People have been making, if you're a female and you are a balding, or, or, you know, like female with short hair, I should say. Not even balding or bald. G.I. Jane has been your reference for 20 years. So even that, for Chris Rock to say that, was even corny, if anything. It was kind of on the corny level of, uh, and definitely not even funny. You know, it's just one of those things where you just you just say and be like, oh, you know, G.I. Jane 2. Okay, well, G.I. Jane has been out for 20 years. You could have probably said something that was more current or up to date. But he didn't. He didn't choose to do that. And he just went with what he said. And that was that. And Will Smith even laughed. And then this is where the problem happens. Because now there's just so many problems here. Now there's just so many problems. There's so many issues going on. First, Will Smith laughed and then looked at Jada Smith. And then it was like, oh, no, no, no. You can't get away with that. You have to do something right now. What gave Will Smith the reason was clear, but he had the audacity to actually do something in the middle of a live taping of the classiest show, the classiest award show, which is the Oscars, knowing that it was going to be everywhere that night on social media. Obviously, he knew that. That's how social media works. Something like that happens. It's across the entire board and millions of people have watched it. And all the memes come after that. So then, did he feel stupid? Did he feel remorse? Did he feel, you know, I'm not sure. Like, he didn't even say sorry at first. He just said he apologized to the Academy and he uh, apologized to the audience. He didn't apologize to chris at first and then the next day the following day on monday is when his publicist you know probably told him yeah it's probably a good idea you should probably say something to chris well ladies and gentlemen this isn't even done yet people are still talking about that because now they're saying it's just open battery this is just what it is imagine if just a random person from the audience even though they're mainly just everybody there is mainly actors and actresses and and lead directors and everything else but let's just say someone from the audience just a regular normie like me and you got up on stage and smacked him can you imagine that that'd be a whole different story because that person would still be in jail awaiting bail and awaiting trial because it would be the biggest thing in the world oh my god some random person jumped on where was security what happened where was security though really where was security? Maybe security thought it was it was fake, too. Maybe security thought it was just, you know, staged as well. Strong possibility. But just imagine if someone else did it. Someone else, not of Will, Will Smith's caliber, went up there and did it. It'd be a whole different ballgame. It'd be a whole different ballgame. So now that the dust settled... now that the dust settled, people are really looking like, well, wait a second, though. There should be some battery charges. This is the most blatant form of violence that there is. The most blatant. Because it was right in in front of everybody. And there was no, maybe this didn't happen, or maybe there wasn't being recorded, or maybe, you know, nobody has footage of this happening. Or it's he said versus versus she said. No it's none of that. at the Oscars this happened so that just changed the game and now we're just waiting to see you know I've've I'm actually happy about all this because from now on I don't care about what happens um, from now on I really only cared about the memes in the first place because there's a bunch of great memes there's a bunch of great video. There's a bunch of great video of um, Will Smith slapping like everybody and everything. It's it's pretty it's pretty epic, actually. Um, so the memes out of this to me, fantastic. Nobody watched the Oscars. Nobody even knew that the Oscars was even on, but now everybody's talking about the Oscars. So maybe it's a good thing for the Oscars too. But these elite group of people in this world, and this elite group of people in Hollywood that think that they can really do whatever they want and you can see how different our worlds are you can see how different our our realities are the world that i see and the world that is being reflected back at me are not the same world that are these elite in these elite Hollywood people not the same not the same the reality that's staring them back they think that they are entitled and they think that they can do whatever they want and get away with it i mean if you really think about it most of the elite has have most of the money right so that means you could pay off lawyers you could pay off judges you could pay off police officers you could pay off anybody if money's not an issue and you have millions of it if not billions of it Money is not an issue, but for me and you, the normies, absolutely it's an issue, and there's no way we'll be able to pay off a judge or pay off a police officer or pay off you know, a lawyer to take care of our case and make sure that we don't get any time. It doesn't work like that. So moral of the story is... violence is not the answer boys and girls violence is not the answer violence is never the answer what this has portrayed now to young boys and girls around the country and around the world is pathetic negative despicable and disgusting because they are living in a different reality these elites from hollywood are living in a different reality that they can get away with anything and do whatever they want it, it, it enraged and fueled through gasoline on the fire to anybody that has a, a situation with anybody and thinks that this is the way to handle it. This is the way to handle it. If you say a joke about me or if you say something I don't like in school or at work or whatever it is, instead of being a man about it, instead of being professional about it, you're going to go up and you're going to hit the person. This incident set us back. Several years, ladies and gentlemen, set us back several years. And I'm not trying to be over sensitive. I'm not trying to be hypersensitive, like I always say. But what I am saying is that stand up for yourself, stand up for your own, protect your own. And there's a time and a place for violence. Okay, I'll just leave it like that. Not a little joke that is taken the wrong way. And you think that you can get up and do something like that. Violence is not the answer. Only when it is the answer and I'm talking about if you need to protect your family or yourself or something like that. But not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed this show. This is the last time I'm going to be talking about it. Obviously, every podcast is is talking about it right now, so you know it's like not going away at all, but it is for me. This is patient zero signing out. This is a mixture of variety, entertainment, and we'll see you next time.